0: friends welcome to
1: chit chats and cold brew this is your host nicole and kelsey just dropping in to remind you that today is a brand new day which means it's the perfect day for a fresh start so let's establish our goals together and take the first step to create the lives that we're dreaming of with that being said let's dive into another chit chat
0: hi kelsey hey welcome welcome episode three we're here we made it we're rolling we're doing it love it So, what are we talking about today? So, we are talking all about the holidays. We have things that we're planning on talking about that not only carry through the Christmas, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all of the stuff that's happening right at this time of the year. We have carries through this huge season, but also through those smaller holidays that pop up throughout the year. It's not just something that is going to be directly related to this type of holiday season,
1: but something you can go
0: back and listen to and apply throughout the year.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Some of the things we share today are good in everyday situations, and when you're hanging out with your family and hanging out with your friends, you can kind of keep these tips and tricks in mind oh, yeah. um to kind of be your best self and handle them. I agree. Awesome. So I figure we should probably start by just talking about how do we navigate the holidays. So I kind of feel a
0: little guilty because on Thanksgiving it was me, my mom, my dad, my brother, and my daughter. I loved every second of it. We just sat around made some snacks. It was just so chill and so easy going. We just enjoyed each other's company. Yeah. It was a lot different than what we usually do, so.
1: Yeah. We really didn't do anything. I think I sat on the couch almost all day and I selfishly kind of like not having to travel all over and go to people's houses and engage in conversation with people I don't have anything to talk about with. So it was refreshing to really be around people that I want to spend my time with and Mm -hmm. and not be so demanding
0: and spending time
1: with people that like you you're completely yourself
0: like you don't have to put on like any type of facade and then you know get home and just be tired from acting for sure but I just kind of feel guilty because as much as I usually enjoy seeing whatever side of my family I go to see and spending time with them I truly enjoyed just kind of staying at home and relaxing.
1: Yeah.
0: And it kind of also brings me to the point, we are now done with our busy season at work. So everybody's starting to use up the rest of their PTO that they can't bring into next year. So all of us are putting in our bids for what days that we want. I ended up taking, I think, like the 17th through the 21st. Yeah. So yeah, now I have that time because I don't have anything like pre-planned, pre-commitment. Right. So planning for this episode and what we were going to be talking about, and just wanting to be more intentional with my time this season. Right. I thought that that would be the perfect way to kind of start things off—is take a vacation okay. before.
1: Love that all that stuff starts. Yeah. To come. I always think about like when we have a vacation or we're off of work. I literally plan everything I never got to do during the week when I'm at work. So like right. doctor's appointment, dentist appointment, dermatologist, out your attic. right? <laughs> Bringing your clothes to about well. like all of the things that I would like to do during the regular work week, I hold off and I mm-hmm. pile them and pile them and then I wait for this break. And then it's really not a break because right. you're just cramming it with things and kind of like you when we were planning this episode, I realized. I don't know if I'm as mindful as I should be during seasons like this Mm -hmm. because I'm so caught up in the, how am I going to fill my time with all the things that I would really like to do? And I'm not so sure when I reflect on it, are they things I really like to do or I feel obligated to do? Exactly. So I do think this being more present and being more mindful is going to be so helpful thinking about like priority versus things that are really going to fulfill my time and understanding that healthy balance.
0: I agree. One of the things that I want to do and want to continue to put into practice is as the holidays start to approach, sit down, take 20 to 30 minutes to myself and investigate within my head what are the things that are most important to me this season, whether that, you know, is friends, family, whatever it is, write them down and just make a note what's the most important thing to me and Make sure that I I plan ahead so that I can fit those things in and that I'm making time for things that I already know ahead of time I'm going to get joy out
1: of and that I wanted to get done. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And We talked about this in episode two um, and if you haven't listened to it, I would definitely check it out. But that whole idea of do things that fill you up. So stop trying to fill your time Mm -hmm. with things that like really don't give you that much joy. Sometimes we get carried away with the holidays, kind of forget still our time, still Mm -hmm. important to kind of prioritize what you're going to use your time to do and just really be conscientious of picking those things wisely. And I think your idea of making that list of like, what are your must do's during this time Mm -hmm. will really help focus in on everything that you care about. When
0: you're six months out from now and you think back to your holiday season, what memories do you want to have? You know, what do I want to remember from this or what do I want my family to remember or my kids to remember? I think that could also make it easier to really hone in on what you need to be incorporating into this time. That would be a good place to start and that's where I plan to start. Yeah. Just what I want to get out of it. What feelings that I want to come back to me whenever I start thinking about past holiday seasons. I don't want to think about, oh, like last, last holiday season... The time went by so fast, I felt so rushed, I didn't have enough time. I want to look back on it, and instead of feeling overwhelm or anxiety, I want to feel peace and happiness and those just warm feelings of
1: being connected to your life and being connected to your family. And what do you think are some of those things that you really want to do that you know will bring you joy during this time and you'll look back on and be happy that's how you spend your time? Addison, obviously you know, is my daughter,
0: but she has been really into making crafts and drawing and painting and all of the kind of art stuff so I think in a few months from now when I look back I want to remember us just creating all kinds of different like Christmas decorations or wrapping gifts together just the things that I know bring her joy they also bring me joy so I think that's one of the things that we really want to focus on I guess just because my, my life kind of revolves around her. Yeah. When I think of the holidays and what will make me happy, it's mostly what I know will make her happy, which right. is that she wants to do things together and create things together, which... Right. Yeah.
1: That's mine. What's yours? I think for sure one of mine is, well, always like baking with my family. My mm-hmm. parents always do cookie baking and I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um granted I don't know how much baking I actually do but just like being a part of it and being home for it is always exciting um and I think one of the things that I really do look forward to is like especially time with like my mom because Mm -hmm. work is so busy and being in grad school is so busy and sometimes it feels like you're just kind of like hello I'm passing yeah and you don't actually sit down and like enjoy time with your family because you're so caught up the great thing about the holiday time is grad classes are done, work is on vacation. So it really does free up a lot of that time for me to mm-hmm. kind of pour back into spending time with others. That gives me joy. Mm-hmm. And one personal thing that I really want to work on that I have been dying to do is read. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a book that I need to finish and it just kind of like <laughs> lingers and my goal is over this holiday time to just like lay on the couch and read for a while.
0: Yeah, I think is a good preface to the next episode, which we have planned as productivity planning and stuff for the new year. Um, you talking about reading your book and kind of finishing up that goal of finishing the book this next couple of weeks really sets the tone for how you bring yourself into the new year because. At this point, we, myself and you, we're starting to think about what we want to look at next year, how we want our lives to begin to look and unfold within the next year, how you handle yourself these next couple of weeks really tells the story for how you start your year. If you go into the next few weeks with a mindful, present, um, intentional attitude, Mm -hmm. I think that that carries over. But if you go into it with anxiety and overwhelm and frustration, whatever the case may be, I think that those negative emotions will end up just crossing into the
1: new year. I think that is so true on so many levels because, like, the holiday time is just like you're just waiting to get there. Mm -hmm. And, like, I feel like in all the years that I've been, you know, working or going to school, I've never been intentional about how I use my time yeah I tend to just fill it to the max Mm -hmm. and then be like oh I feel super productive right um but like you were saying sometimes when I'm not intentional and I don't kind of practice this mindfulness about what I want to see my time off or my holiday time with my family to look like I end up returning to work or returning to my next semester really stressed Mm -hmm. and really anxious and like I set all these goals, but I'm still tired, so now I'm not going to achieve them. Mm-hmm. Where if we kind of just slow down, really be mindful, really be present, really make that list like we were saying of the things that are going to bring you joy, I think rolling into the new year, you're going to feel like you're in such a better spot. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I kind of pour into myself, I always feel like I have a little more clarity.
0: Yeah.
1: And a little more confidence that like I'm going to take on whatever challenges are after the holidays. I
0: can agree with that.
1: So I think maybe what would be important to
0: talk about is how we're going to stay mindful and present. So we did tie back to thinking about what your holidays want, what you want them to look like and preparing ahead of time. Do you have any ideas on how you plan to stay mindful or
1: present or intentional with your time? Yes. Mindfulness is something I've really been trying to focus more on because I see the power in it i always set three goals mm-hmm. like and I, we talked about this last episode like i write down everything i want to accomplish right there, and I one before. of those big things is like setting three goals and what are the three goals you want to accomplish or do mm-hmm. over this holiday time and it might yeah. be something like building a gingerbread house or it might be going to visit my mom mm-hmm. or you know getting on the phone with a friend and those are three goals that i can do at any time
0: mm-hmm. but
1: they're important I'm being mindful of what I care about and what is priority right. to me and then coming back to that.
0: Yeah, and you're setting those three specific goals because they make you happy and because you truly want to enjoy them and not just setting three goals because it's something that you need to get to. Right. It's okay to say no. I am a people pleaser. I've said this before and I have a really hard time saying no to people. So... You know, if somebody asks me to run here or to do that or take care of this favor for them, I end up filling up my plate with a lot more than I can handle and have no time to sit down and enjoy myself. Saying no is a a good tip for myself. One of my goals that I've already thought of for 2021, and I think I might have talked about this in episode one, but is saying yes more. So it it contradicts itself because I want to say yes more to things that I know I'll enjoy that I usually talk myself out of. Right. But I also want to say no more to things that
1: I just add onto my plate because I feel like I need to. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that's where mindfulness comes in. You are being mindful of what fills you and what doesn't and the things that normally would be something you enjoy but you kind of have anxiety around you're willing to take a risk yeah because you know that will bring you joy and it will move you further along in your life that you want to see yourself in but then the things that you know are just kind of like gonna bring you down gonna give you anxiety you gotta say no and that's a great idea Or not even, I mean, I guess
0: it doesn't even have to be what brings anxiety, but I don't know if it'll be the same this year because with the pandemic, I don't know if we're all going to be able to to be together. But even if it's, you know, you have multiple sides of the family that you have to see and you feel like you have to see everybody on the same day because it's Christmas Day or the last couple of years, my dad's side of the family, we pick a random weekend, like the weekend before Christmas, maybe after New Year's. And that's been working for us. And I think that that's okay because Christmas day, I just get to hang around my mom's house, just the five of us and we just, you know, hang out and enjoy the day and the time together. And we don't feel rushed into, we gotta go here. We gotta go here. We gotta see this person, this person, and this person because we've predetermined, you know, a couple weeks from now, yeah, we're gonna have this day reserved for the same feelings, the same practices. Yeah.
1: It's just not on Christmas. And then I kind of hope we continue. It's really not the day you're rushing, but you end Mm. up rushing the time with family. And that's the part that's like the point of the holiday or the point of the day
0: is Mm -hmm. to actually
1: enjoy your time. So,
0: yeah. And then sometimes
1: if, you know, you pick a different weekend or a different day, more of your
0: family might be able to come because, you know, you don't have people who are married going off to one side of the family, people who are out of town with their other side of the family. You know what I mean? Like, maybe if you pick a different day more of your family can get together and really enjoy time together
1: yeah and i think it's important that people hear different options and hear what other families are doing because Sometimes you don't know what you don't know until Mm -hmm. you realize you don't know it. So when someone says, like, oh, you could do it on a different day, for some, that's like, what? You can? But you really could. And it might be really enjoyable. (laughs) Yeah. And I think the other thing to keep in mind when we're thinking about specifically to this year and specifically to the Mm -hmm. pandemic is, like, really taking advantage of your time and then the time you want to spend either on Zoom or on the phone Mm -hmm. or well, whatever it may be and similar to you know you use a different day to meet with your family or you um pick a different weekend it mm-hmm. might come down to like you can't spend your whole day on zoom and mm-hmm. that's okay and uh, like acknowledging that that like you need a little bit of you time and you yeah. can't be on the phone all day and we know it's hard and the pandemic has been so trying but like valuing like what you need and what your family needs, and then finding that happy balance. In some families, it's probably hard to pick
0: different days to do things, and you know, it all just happens at once. So, if that's the case, and your family is back to back, you're driving here, you're driving there, maybe make sure ahead of time that you have 20, 30 minute spans where you can practice a little bit of you time. So that you can really recharge and go into the next event your full self and ready to, you know, be present with your family or friends that you'll be with. Yeah. So instead of just hopping from event to event and by the end of the night you're just completely exhausted, try to stop in between maybe go grab a coffee and sit in your car and just enjoy your coffee or take a nap. Okay. If you're 20 minutes late to the, to the next party... I think your friends and family will forgive you so if you do have things booked up all day long just make that mindful choice
1: to reset yourself and recharge your batteries so that yeah. you can make the most of each of those events love that so then the other thing that comes with holidays that is so stressful is gift buying trying to figure out <sighs> buying everyone gifts versus you know staying financially stable during a pandemic or any other year (laughs) um and then like really hoping that that gift is something that brings someone Mm -hmm. joy and we talked about this nicole and i were talking a couple weeks ago about christmas and me and her had two very different responses i said i wish i could just buy everyone a gift card so that they could get whatever (laughs) they wanted and then nicole suggested she's like i would really like to make people cookies." and like that is our personalities like I'm like get what you want and Nicole (laughs) wants to do like this lovely random act of kindness and that's where you have to find the balance and it's like finding that happy balance of like getting something great that also is feasible.
0: First of all my love language both ways received and given is acts of service so just me putting my time, love, and energy into something for someone—that is the way that I express love for them. So gift giving is really hard for me because sometimes it is in the form of a uh, material item that I've seen that I knew somebody would really enjoy. But sometimes I want to just do something nice for someone. Right. And the way that our society has Christmas set up, at least in the United States—I mean, I don't—I only experience it here, but we are so gift focused that it has to be the newest iphone the nicest purse like the the nicest perfume you know what i mean like it has to be the best of the best that you're giving to somebody to show somebody that you care about them Mm -hmm. and i'm so completely the opposite of that that i i really struggle and even with my daughter too because I, I feel like a lot of parents just want to maybe give their kids the best of the best because they love their kids and that's how they express it, which is fine. Right. That works for some people, but for me, I just want to give her something that I really know that she'll enjoy and that she'll love, and maybe it's from the dollar store. But then I have this guilt. I feel guilty because I know that it's not the nicest thing that I could have found for her, something that costs the most money. Right but and even if she didn't care even if she loved what I got her I still would feel that guilt and I right. just wish that that would go away right. and that's something I mean I personally have to work on but that's kind of where I struggle with that is yeah. just wanting to give people my
1: love yeah and affection for them and not yeah. give them the nicest <laughs> like thing I could the find. thing that goes with it one of the things I always struggle with is in my own personal life, I'm an overbuyer. Like, I just buy a lot of things and then I'm like, why did I buy this? (laughs) And then when I watched um, Minimalism on Netflix, (laughs) I was like, oh, I'm really an overbuyer. Like, (laughs) you can't just buy, like, one shirt you have to buy four because they're all on clearance like that's how I act as a person and that translates into sometimes my gift giving habits like I get them something and I'm like well is that enough Mm -hmm. like is that is that going to be good enough like what are they getting me because what if it's not the same as like what I give them what if they don't think it's enough and it's like this reoccurring Mm -hmm. cycle and I had this really great conversation with someone and I was talking about buying someone a gift and Uh they had asked, do you spend this much money every time you get this person a gift? And I was like, well, yeah, I just feel obligated. And she's like, well, the person you're doing that to probably also feels obligated Uh that you did that much, so now they need to do that much. Exactly. And she ended up suggesting that I write letters to people. Write letters to people about why they're so lovely and why you love them in your life and why they're so great. And like, I've made it a running joke like in my house But when you really think about it, what is a better gift than telling someone why you appreciate them in your life? I think I would love that. Like, I want to hear why I'm so great. Like, I want to hear why you like me in your life and that you enjoy me. We've made it a joke. You know that's a love language, too, right? But, like, that's, like,
0: what we need. Yeah. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, I think you said this when we talked about this initially, if somebody doesn't appreciate the cookies you made for them or the letter that you wrote for them is that somebody that you
1: really should have even given a gift to maybe they shouldn't be in your life right and i think with gift giving sometimes you have to have that hard conversation of setting boundaries and i think having that limit and i always think back to like secret santa Mm -hmm. when like You're willing to spend $20 on a gift that someone random is going to get. I think you can set a boundary for someone you really care about, and they'll understand that boundary. Mm -hmm. If the acts of service is something you love, do that. If Mm -hmm. buying something is something you love to do, then have a conversation about boundaries around the gift. And I think that will take a lot of pressure off people during the holiday season. Okay, one thing
0: I do as a person when there's somebody in my life that I care about I try my hardest to remember their coffee orders and keep it in my phone because that way, you know, if you're stopping over their house for something random, right. you can show up with a coffee and you know it's something that they're going to enjoy because you already know what their order is. Like my hairdresser, I know that he enjoys hazelnut in his coffee and I know that he drinks plant milk. So every time I show up there, I don't even have to ask him ahead of time, like, what do you want? I already know. Right. I show up with a coffee and I think that that just really can make people feel special yeah. that you remembered. Um, so that's something I personally do. But tying into that is remembering when you have conversations with people, if they drop a hint about something they're really enjoying or an author they're really enjoying, picking up on those notes and conversations throughout the year yes. and just adding it to the notes in your phone, I think it can make Christmas so much easier because you have all of these notes from your conversations yeah. from the previous year to kind of look back at and say, oh yeah, Kelsey told me that she was reading books by this author right now. Like maybe I can get her a book by that author and I think it's just more personal. Yeah. Out and about or you see something online that you know somebody in your life would love, pick it up then and there. Right. Keep it. There's no rules about when you can buy Christmas gifts. Right. So keep track of what you know people are interested in in the notes in your phone throughout the year. And if you see something you know someone would love, pick it up when you see it. Yeah. Don't wait because you might forget it.
1: For sure. And I think one last thing about presents was this girl I follow on Instagram, her and her husband have decided to buy gifts for each other. They usually never buy gifts. And they um, decided to buy gifts. So what they've limited to is they're going to buy something that the other person needs, one thing they need, one thing they want, one thing they can read, and Mm -hmm. one thing they can wear. And that's it. And I think that's, like, goes back to that idea of, like, knowing what someone really enjoys and what something someone has mentioned makes that a lot easier. And you can kind of narrow it down to, here are four things that are all purposeful and they all have meaning and they're all important and there's no way they couldn't enjoy it.
0: Yeah. For Addison's gifts, and I guess anyone who's listening that's a parent and needs some ideas, I went into it with, what are my intentions For my time with Addison within the next year and planning for the next year of life, one of my 2021 goals is to be intentional with my time with her. So I thought I need to buy gifts for her that will really delve into that goal and support it. So I ended up getting Addison a bunch of different board games. I got a big craft bin full of different craft items because I know that in the next year, Those are things that I can do with her, we can do together. And then of course I got her one gift that I knew she really, really wanted as far as a toy, but because I struggle so much with gift giving and I want her to be able to have things that will create a beautiful life for both of us, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to fill her Christmas gifts up with a bunch of random toys that I know she'll play with for a day and then they'll be, they'll be done with, so... Right. I just grabbed one gift I knew that she really wanted that was a toy. Um, and then the last thing I thought was, let me get something that we can do together to create a memory on Christmas once she opens it. So I got a really complicated Lego set. So we'll be able to open that up as maybe like the last gift and then do it throughout the day together. Perfect. So my mom can join, my brother can join. But it's something that we can all work on together right. to really make that day special. So I kind of went about it this year in,
1: what do I want the outcome of these gifts to be later? Mm-hmm. I love that. And I think that can be really, really powerful when you look back on your holiday and you mm-hmm. think like, wow, I was intentional with what I did. It didn't, it wasn't something that really stretched me past my boundaries mm-hmm. and was purposeful and helpful It'll and useful. Yeah. And it won't just kind of sit in her room and build dust like a right. lot of the toys. That she has. Exactly. So
0: hopefully it works out how I planned it out in my head.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Talking kind of more about giving gifts specifically to children or to your kids. um, With you having a daughter, you kind of have a little bit more pressure on you than me because you have Santa to compete with. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) Santa is no joke, Um, especially like being in the classroom, like the things that kids perceive santa giving them is really sets high stakes for people like when you hear children say like oh i'm gonna get the ps5 from santa or i'm getting the new iphone from santa and it just builds and builds and not being a parent it's hard for me to fathom like what would happen if i couldn't buy that thing that they're saying santa's gonna bring them
0: right because
1: like, obviously, kids are unaware, and it comes from a place of, like, they just really want it. Mm-hmm. But as a parent or as a family member who is buying for children, that seems like it could be so stressful.
0: Right. The things that she really wants are still pretty minimal in price, so that's not something I've struggled with yet to fulfill. I definitely could see how difficult that that will be. So, last year, I ended up getting her a LeapFrog tablet, and I, it was the most expensive gift that she had gotten. So with being mindful about other families who may not celebrate the holiday and don't get gifts for their children because of that reason, or people who just can't afford to get their, gifts, their, kids, their kids gifts, um, I just thought this is not something that Santa could bring to her. So that gift specifically was from me, and then the rest of the smaller gifts that I had gotten for her were from Santa. Um, I think I struggle a little bit because when I was a child, my parents did a phenomenal job of being able to really give me and my brother an amazing Christmas. So we always had a crazy amount of gifts to open. Even as an adult, I get more gifts from my parents than I truly need, and I struggle because I have this more minimal mindset where I just want to get her a couple of things. And then I feel guilty when I look at the little pile of stuff. Did I, did I get enough stuff? Right. But then it ties back to if this is from Santa and Santa can only bring one or two gifts to one other child, why is my child getting 15 to 20 gifts? Right. You know what I mean? Right. So if you're going to do Santa and... You're going to, you know, tell your child that Santa's bringing them gifts and promote that idea. Really take into consideration the people out there that can't do that Mm -hmm. or don't celebrate that because they are going to go to school, they are going to talk about these things, or they're going to go to a family function and talk about it with their cousins. And you wouldn't want another child or another family to feel less than just because they couldn't give the same type of Christmas that you could um, and children don't, I think that they don't really understand why Santa would treat one child differently than the right. other. If he's supposed to be this great, happy, giving person, right? why is he bringing someone yeah. the PS5, like you said, and somebody else a pair of socks? Yeah. So,
1: again, I think it always comes back <laughs> full circle that mindfulness, like, you gotta be mindful during the holidays, yeah. like, cause you could really get really... Quickly picked up in the holiday wave here mm-hmm. so and i think you made so many great suggestions like you know being honest with yourself of like not everything has to come from santa mm-hmm. like you are you could also be a gift giver and that you know those big item things that cost a lot of money sometimes like finding that balance of who really bought it and communicating that in a way where it still keeps the magic of Christmas alive, but mm-hmm. also making it aware that like, you know, you're getting this because like I'm buying this for you and right. this is something that we can have together instead of making it such a comparison. Yeah. Um, of like, well you got this. Yeah. yeah. But that family or that child didn't.
0: Right. And even if it's not the biggest gift that you're taking credit for, if you've bought your child a lot of gifts. Yeah taking credit for half of the gifts it's so hard because I you always want to just make your child happy and you always want to make them feel special but I think in an empathetic way and really caring about our world and our society and like where our kids are going to grow up to be you have to care about other families
1: and and their children and teach your children that too I couldn't agree with that more and I think Like, I'm so glad we got to talk about this. Because it's a lot of things... Like, who talks about Santa? (laughs) I don't really hear a lot of people talking about Santa. So, I'm so glad, like... Because not being a parent, I I can't kind of live in that life of, like, who's Santa giving and why. Like, competing with that idea of, Mm -hmm. like, gift giving. And, like, to hear it from someone who understands what's going through. I think a lot of people, hopefully, who are listening are like, oh... Yeah, a great I point.
0: I really struggled when I first became a parent with the idea of will I be celebrating Santa or not? Um because ultimately I don't I don't really agree with the whole Santa thing. And I, I've been very blessed to have a, a wonderful childhood where I was able to have Santa and, and it always worked out well for me. Right. But I, I just, at my core, don't really necessarily believe that that needs to be part of Christmas. And I think that we've made it something a little bit more negative than it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really struggled with the idea of that because then it's also that Addison goes to school, she grows up, she's with family... And these other children are talking about how Santa comes to their house, and then she is left with this, well, why doesn't Santa come to my house? So then you have to have the conversation of, well, Santa is not real. He's just, you know, your parents are doing this for you. And... Then you have to risk, is my child
1: going to tell another child? And, like, ruin that magical (laughs) thing. Right. And I – and it's hard, and it's finding that balance. And I think at the end of the day, you do what you really, truly believe and you feel Mm -hmm. is going to bring your family joy and bring you joy and kind of peace. And – I think, ultimately, I ended up choosing to
0: continue on with the Santa tradition and tell her that Santa was bringing gifts because it was easier, honestly. It's just easier than having to explain to other people why I don't, you know, practice that. I think it was just ultimately easier. But I would be really interested to hear from the audience in the comments because I do know some people take the side of Santa is lying to your children, and I don't, I'm not okay with lying to my children. So I am really interested to hear what people's opinions are, especially if they do believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very interested in. That mindset and I I would love to hear from somebody that thinks like that Um, but also from people who are buying their kids Christmas gifts and what their plans are if they say everything is from Santa or if this has changed the way that they look at it ultimately we're here to you know try to help people and maybe make a little impact in the world so I'm really happy to hear if we maybe open someone's eyes
1: to this that hadn't thought of it before
0: For so sure. leave us a comment. Let us
1: know. Let us know. Love it. So to end this episode, I think the best way to end a holiday episode <laughs> is to kind of share, like, what are some fun ideas or what are things that you are going to be doing this holiday season? Um, what has made your list of must-do holiday ideas? Okay. So number one, because we didn't really talk
0: about it, but decorations, decorations. So I think decorations play a huge role in families' traditions. Some people take the entire day after Thanksgiving to decorate their house or whatever. So for me, I don't love the idea of buying a ton of decorations that you'll put up for a few weeks and then put away. I take the side that it's a little bit wasteful, but I have a child who is wanting to decorate the house. So I thought why don't we pick one place in the house where we can really display every holiday whatever decorations we create or whatever decorations we happen to see in the store and pick up. Mm -hmm. So I have a Christmas tree because I do love Christmas trees. So we have that, we have our ornaments. But then as far as um, where I wanted to actually put decorations, I have a mantle with a fireplace And I thought, wow, this is the perfect place for us to just display whatever holiday stuff that we have. Planning out every year exactly what type of decorations we want to put up there, what type of crafts that we could make that would look the best, whether it's like a string of acorns, painted sparkles. Um... But planning ahead of time what are we gonna put up here and then taking the day to turn on some Christmas jazz because for some reason Addison wants to play the trumpet and is Want really it. into like <laughs> jazz music. Yes. Um you know, making some soup or something really hearty and warm and decorating our little mantle. Love that. So that's I don't know, a fun idea, I, I love think. It. So whether it's, you know, decorating your whole house if you go all out or if it's just picking a small area mm-hmm. and just devoting that to yeah. every every holiday season, I think that that would be a really fun way to spend
1: a day with your family. I love that. Thank I think you. that's so great. <laughs> I think one of the things that I have really fallen in love with, and I was talking to you last week mm-hmm. about this, and now I'm like, oh, this is the perfect holiday tradition. Um, my favorite thing is I've been Googling which I don't know if this is, like, nerdy of me or totally hip and awesome, but I've been Googling the Harry Potter Gryffindor common room in the winter, um, which is, like, the most relaxing room to ever exist on this planet, Mm -hmm. and so if you look it up on YouTube, which teachers out there or anyone who works with students, best, best video to be playing while they're, like, reading (laughs) or working independently it is um, a YouTube video of the Gryffindor common room empty with the fireplace going and the tree and the lights and you hear like the wood crackling and it's just so like sensory satisfying. Mm-hmm. So my new thing is I've been popping that on and then I'll like read a book or I told my parents, I'm like, when we make Christmas cookies, this is what we're oh, watching. Yeah, like of course. nothing on, no one's talking, nothing, but it's just so calming mm-hmm. and it's like, I think it's a total fun idea when you're doing like the decorating or right. the baking cookies or making the gingerbread house where it's relaxing and it's something kind of fun visually mm-hmm. while you can still engage in conversation with yeah. people around you. So I think it's a good balance. Yeah. I, one thing that I remember really
0: vividly, I, I think we only did it a, a couple of times, but from my childhood is once it started to actually snow and it was consistently snowing for a few days at a time, we would bundle up, get some hot chocolate, my mom would make some coffee. I think my aunt went with us one time too, but we would just walk around the neighborhood with our warm drinks and look at the lights on everyone's houses. It might have, honestly, it might have only been one time, but I just remember this happening and, and enjoying it so much that now it comes up. Yeah. I had told Addison that I wanted to do this and she was all for it, but I think that could be so fun making, you know, maybe a crock pot of hot chocolate, some homemade hot chocolate, which doesn't take very long. I could post a recipe
1: Yeah.
0: Um, or maybe a video on the Instagram, but making some homemade hot chocolate or even a coffee and getting all bundled up. And then walking around your neighborhood getting love some that. exercise the crisp air in your lungs is good for your immune system i think yeah <laughs> i made that up but well, i and agree yeah, just seeing what people have decorated their house is like yeah. and just commentary on the decorations
1: it's so simple it's so peaceful yeah love that yeah so that's i think that that would be fun yeah and then one of the ideas um that i remember that i just think was so much fun was making gingerbread houses mm-hmm. but like not a kit like no. we those, straight up would like go to the vault candy section <laughs> yeah. and like pick out some candy and which ends up being way cheaper and then getting <laughs> like a box of graham crackers uh-huh. which are like what 99 cents at Aldi's, like perfect and then frosting and making your own like i thought i was the coolest kid growing up Mm because i'm like i made my own like i picked my decorations Mm -hmm. but i look back on it now and it's just so fun and Mm -hmm. i think about like addison who is so creative and so artistic like she would probably get a lot of joy out of that and i think about like families who this might be like out of the whole year they're always busy they barely get dinner together being able to just have that one moment mm-hmm. i think that'd be so cool
0: yeah this year we went to the dollar general uh yeah. not the dollar general because that's not where everything's a dollar dollar tree yeah is the right one so we went to the dollar tree with my mom and um we got just like a bunch of bags of candy we got those little like cinnamon spicy yeah. things. red Hops. red hots. yeah um we got m&ms red and green lifesavers red and green, and then we got pretzels. Oh. So whenever I buy a kit, I end up using a hot glue gun because the frosting just is horrible. Yes. It never holds it together. It always falls apart. Right. And also, if if it does hold it together, it's probably because you were holding it there for a good 20 minutes. <laughs> so true. It's so, like so-, <laughs> so we're just going to use cardboard, hot glue the cardboard together, and then we're going to line the outside of it with pretzel rods. Love so that. we kind of did what you're saying. We just went to the store at the Dollar Tree, got a bunch of random yeah. stuff. And then we're going to just build it on our own. Yeah. So so I'll cost-efficient you know. and fun. Yeah. And honestly, for anybody that's listening, parent, single person, whoever you are, make a gingerbread house with a hot glue gun. It will change your life and you will enjoy the process. It will not be... The same gingerbread process that you may have had before. No. Because that's frustrating. Throwing
1: it out. Asking, like, should I be able to eat this or is this not edible? (laughs) Is this frosting edible? Is it not edible? That's the number one question I've always asked. Yeah. So. So. Well, I think that's it for episode number three. Whoa. So. Can you believe this? Hopefully, um, our friends out there got something out of this episode on navigating through the holidays mm-hmm. and um honestly if you have any ideas of how you're navigating the holidays and how like what your plan is to stay mindful i'd love to hear it and nicole would too yeah so please comment drop it on instagram um we'd love to hear it. and I definitely want to talk about it some more when we kind of go through this next year of like how are we navigating the next challenge mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and then, like we said at the beginning, just kind of carrying these tips throughout the entire year, whether it's just, you know, thinking about the weekends, Mm -hmm. if you have off of work on the weekends, how you're going to stay mindful and intentional, and maybe that does look like a plan. Sitting down and planning, what this month do I want to bring me joy and really filling your time with those things. Carry these tips with you throughout the year. I also am very interested to know what other people do to be mindful or if people have just not even thought about this before. Yeah, I don't even know if it's that people haven't thought to stay intentional with their time, but I do think people will really relate to getting at the end of the holidays, looking back and thinking, wow, that was a blur. Right. What, I blinked my eyes and it was over. Yeah. Um, or they'll just remember standing in a huge line at the store, sweating. This year, their mask is on, their face is sweating. <laughs> you know, it keeps falling down. They keep fixing it. Their arms are full, and just wanting so badly to be out of that store. Right. Like you don't want to. You don't want to look back and think about that. No. So absolutely. before you go out and do it, and if you've already done it. Think plan about next year. Plan plan
1: how you're going to do this differently, even if it's just the next two weeks. Yeah, but. for sure. So, well, thank you as always, and hopefully you learned something from our holiday episode. I hope so. I wish we had jingle bells. <laughs> we don't.
0: right. Well, I will see you in our next episode where we are going to be discussing the new year, our goals, how to set goals, and productivity. All right, friends, thank you for hanging out with us. We hope you had as much fun as we did. If you are loving what we're brewing, follow us over on Instagram
1: at chitchat.coldbrew. All mentioned links will be in the episode show notes. Come chat with us in the comment section on Instagram. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the episode. As always, thank you for vibing with us. (music)